Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 25 of Electrified. I'm your host, Eric Lyons. We are here. This is episode 25. This is a small milestone for me, but happy we made it to 25 episodes. Uh, Shout out to everybody who listens and, you know, supports me. I appreciate you. I appreciate the support as we are here and to the end of the month of March, time is flying. And with that being said, we are in the midst of March madness. So today we're going to have a full scale breakdown and dive in whatever you want to call it. We're going to go dig all up and through March madness. And I want to talk about the NCAA and everything that's been going on in March madness. I want to talk a little NBA, talk a little boxing, and of course a little NFL. But I said we get started with the NCAA tournament. Now, where do I begin? I I really don't know where to begin. Like, I, I just don't. But I think we should get started with the Duke and you and and uh excuse me and you UCF game. That's that's where we have to start. What a game. What a game. Wow. Um it's it's interesting to see, uh, you know, because of course everybody's been watching. I've been watching like most of the games, not just the big games. I've been watching, you know, since uh, the round of thirty-two, and uh, you know, it's interesting how these halves can be so different. One team can dominate the first half and completely fall apart in the second half, and it's not even about the halves, the twenty minutes. It can be eight minutes, 11 minutes, five minutes. That can change a game. When these teams go on these runs, 11 to two, 10 to, 10 to four, 15 to five. Like these runs, these momentum swings change these games drastically. And then, and then not even that, it can be just one or two plays that can change the game. One or two. A call, a no call, that could completely change the game. And that's what we saw yesterday with Duke and UCF. This was a game that I thought could go either way. But to, but to see it play out in the most dramatic fashion possible, whew, a heartbreaker for the uh, students at UCF. First of all, hats off to them. They They played. They played as hard as they could. They they did their thing. I can't take nothing away from them at all. And big ups to uh, Coach K and the Duke boys for sticking it out. Survive in advance. That's the motto. Survive in advance. That is the motto. And that's exactly what Duke did yesterday. Survived and advanced. And this tournament don't matter how much he went by. A win is a win. A win is a win. Um. Okay. Zion was Zion. That's 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 what we expect from him. But the shooters on that team, Barrett and uh Reddish, I don't know. I don't know. Those guys aren't guaranteed. I'll say that. They're not guaranteed. Yesterday they didn't look like you know, they didn't look like a, t- uh, a set of players that was ready to go to the next round. They looked like they were ready to go home. 
And they almost did. So, comes down to the end. You know, it was close. Duke, uh, UCF gets the ball on the fast break. Uh, what, was the, what was the score? Hold on. I, I, I want to be sure of this. I, I believe at this point they were, oh, yes, 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 yes. I believe they were up three at this time, up two or three. So they go down, fast break off the steal, go for a oop, miss the oop, come back, Duke hits the three. Mm. Mm. That's tough. That's tough. That is tough. Between the miss, the miss alley oop, Zion going in, which I really stick into my guns. I believe that was a charge, and then big man fouling out because that was huge. Him and him getting big man on UCF and foul trouble early was huge for Duke. Absolutely huge. Just major, major, and um, they that 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 that's that's coaching. You know, you go right at him. There's only so much he can do. So much, only so much the refs are allowed to an extent. But he fouls out because when he's in the game, it's different for Duke. They're not driving in like that. They're not driving in like that, and they're forced to take shots from the outside. And a lot of those weren't going down for them yesterday. So. Yeah, that was big. That was big. That was big. And UCF, those guys were hitting a lot of shots. Like, they were hitting shots that were just, like, really? Like, he hit that? Threes, off-balance, uh, mid-range, son. I was impressed. I was impressed. I, I liked that. That was good. Good game. And then they get the ball back. And here's another thing about the end of that game. Zion missed that free throw. Y'all not going to convince me that he missed that on purpose. No, I'm not rolling. I'm not following. No, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it at all. He did not miss that free throw on purpose. He missed that one. And had they lost, we would be talking about that. But it didn't. They didn't. They, 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 they escaped. Now UCF gets the ball back. Down by one. Only needed two to win. They get the... They get the position. They get in. They drive all the way in. And the basketball guys, just they just didn't want it. They just didn't want to see that. Not, not today. Not their day today. Whew. Whew. Boy, that was heartbreaking. I'm not even a UCF fan, and I was sad. Whoo, man. That was something else. That was something else. Wow. Great game, though. Great game. There were a lot of great games over the past, you know, first couple of rounds. I enjoy watching. Um, so here we are, Sweet Sixteen games. I'm looking for forward to. We got Texas Tech in Michigan. That's going to be a good one. Oregon and Virginia. That's that. That's going to be close. That's going to be a good game. That might be a big upset right there. LSU and Michigan State is going to be great. Auburn and North Carolina. Virginia Tech and Duke. Houston and Kentucky. And Florida State and Gonzaga, Purdue and Tennessee. <sighs> Y'all gonna make me pick these games, aren't you? Y'all gonna make me pick these games. Mm. All right, I'll do it. All right, here we go. Here we go. This is the official Eric's Sweet 16 picks. Here we go. Let's get to it. 
Florida State and Gonzaga. You know what? I got Florida State beating Gonzaga. I'm going with the upset. The four over the one, I'm calling. Purdue and Tennessee. I got Tennessee coming out on top. Texas Tech and Michigan. Oh, you already know the vibes. Go blue. Go blue. Michigan over Texas Tech. Oregon and Virginia. I got Virginia choking. Oregon beats Virginia. 12 beats to one. LSU and Michigan State. Now, LSU looked good against Maryland. And Maryland got back in that game. And almost won that ball game. Michigan State looked good in that game. I'm going with Michigan State for the win over LSU. Auburn and North Carolina. North Carolina over Auburn. Duke and Virginia Tech. Looks to my right. Looks to my left. I'm going Virginia Tech over Duke. It's going to happen. In the Sweet sweet 16, Duke is going down. They're going down. Virginia Tech over Duke. Four over the one. And then finally, Houston and Kentucky. That's a toss-up. But what Drake say? And I rock Kentucky blue. On these old drafted, I'm getting chewed. Buddy. Yeah, I'm, I'm going Kentucky over Houston. So that's my Sweet 16 picks, all right? You heard it here first. Those are my Sweet 16 picks. Thursday and Friday will be here before we know it. All right. Now, we talked about the, the, the games. Now, let's talk about Let's get serious for a minute. There's two situations I want to talk about. First... I want to play a clip that I saw that was floating around internet from a press conference. And this 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 right here shed light on something that I had no idea about. This is here is um excuse me. This is Kevin Kelvin Sampson talking about the uh NCAA and the travel plans with the parents. Hold on, here we go. It's not money, it's, it's travel and, and hotel rooms. I had one of, the, one of my kids, I'm not going to mention who it is, his parents would like to come, and the only way they could come would be to uh, drive. And, um, and then they'd have to get a hotel room, possibly for, uh, if they came in on Friday, they would be here Friday and Saturday night. For a lot of people, that's not a big deal, but I... But that's a big deal for that family. They, they don't have the money to do that. So they would have to decide how they would do it. And I've had, I've had families ask me, can I sleep on my son's floor uh, in his room? Think about that now. You know, it's, it's, well, that's my life. That's not unusual for me. Uh, can I sleep on his floor? Because they don't have the money to pay for a room. But when you look around at, at how big this industry has become, why can't we figure that out? I'm not saying give them this or give them that. I'm saying that when uh, young men um, get to the NCAA tournament, let's find a way to get their parents and their um, brothers and sisters um, a plane ticket and a hotel room. I, I don't think that's asking too much. I also don't think that's asking too much. The NCAA brings in an enormous amount of money every year. There's no reason parents shouldn't have dependable transportation if they can especially if they can't afford it just because these kids are at these big schools does not mean they come from you know upper upper echelon families with you know high income families 
that's not always that's not always the case. A lot of these guys, basketball was their way to the meal ticket. That they are the meal ticket. That was their way to the bag. Basketball, hooping at school for free. That was their way out. That's a, that's a lot of guys' situation, and a lot of their parents probably aren't there because they can't afford that. Imagine, imagine inner city kid. Might as well say Baltimore, playing for uh, North Carolina, and he he he's in a uh, NCAA tournament, right? Let's say, let's say I'm not sure where is uh, Carolina was just playing at on that side of the bracket. Let's just say for hypothetical, let's say they were in uh, Des Moines in Iowa. You think? This family of an inner city background, lower to middle class guy, has money to fly to Iowa, get a hotel room, and don't know how long they're staying, depending on how you know how long, how many games they win. That's two, three, four nights, possibly tops. Fly back, possibly fly to the next city, like. I don't think it's that hard for the NCAA to provide plane tickets and hotels. I'm not saying the entire family. No, I'm not saying that at all. Immediate family. Get, how about this? Each player gets five tickets and two hotel rooms for the family. That could be double bed, cot, all that. Like, it should not get to the point where parents are sleeping on their, are asking to sleep. On their kids' hotel room floors, no way. This this tournament is too big. These moments are too big, and the industry is too big, man. That's ridiculous. I don't understand that. I'm not saying pay the players. That's not that's not what I'm saying. But if you're not going to pay the players, y'all got to do something. Y'all got to do something for them. And you know, everybody screams free education, free education. No, that's not enough. You know, you, you know, the student athletes, especially at that level, it's not enough. And and it's funny that NCAA is running this bogus commercial right now. I said it's bogus. It's bogus. It's bogus that commercial they got. Yeah, it's cute. It's cute. Ha ha. The life, the life of a uh, a student athlete. Life of a student. Eric, Eric isn't a student athlete. Eric is not a student a- athlete. But Eric is a student. And Eric knows how hard that is. So Eric couldn't imagine how hard it would be to be a, a, a student athlete at any level. D1, D2, D3, hell, Juco. And y'all gonna sit here and make a commercial with the guy, with the, uh, with the guy, with the uh the hangover style uh front front camera of his quote unquote day with them weak workouts, weak study sessions that were during the day. A lot of studying takes place during the night. I'm not talking 8 p.m. I'm talking 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 a.m. That was inaccurate. And, and, and the funniest part about it is they couldn't even get a real student athlete for it. You know why? They can't get paid for their luck. Le- Look, the NCAA is a joke. NCAA is a joke. I don't care. I don't. NCAA is a joke. It is. Sit here and tell me that free education is enough. I'm not saying these kids, they need to make millions of dollars. 
But it is easy to see why kids that have that ability, like a Zion, to go one and done or want to go straight to the league. I can understand that because I wouldn't want to hoop outside of the brotherhood, the school. You know, college is big. I understand that. I'm a college student. I get that. But if if I'm a top-tier hooper and I'm hooping for free, and there's a chance that I could that my career could end right now on an injury, and I never see a dime at what I'm good at. No, 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 no. I want, I want, I want that opportunity to go to the league. Y'all not paying me. Y'all, not, y'all making a lot of money off me, but y'all not paying me. Y'all not paying me. And that's why a lot of kids get caught up in the Reggie Bush type situations. You know, get caught up in taking taking money and gifts from boosters. Because who else going to do it? If they don't got it, who else going to do it? Nobody. So I get that. And that's why I don't understand. This this brings me to my next, uh, the next thing I want to talk about. I want to talk about Tom Izzo. You know, it's been a subject of conversation for the past couple of days now, but Eric didn't get to say his piece. Eric didn't get to say his piece, so I'm going to go ahead and talk about that. And then I'll be done with the NCAA. So, Tom Izzo and uh, one of his uh, players, last name Henry, on Michigan State, had a little altercation. So something goes wrong before, you know, when the timeout's called. Izzo meets him at half court. Meets him on the court, and he's already chewing him out. Okay, cool. I don't have a problem with disciplining your players. I do not. But I do believe there's a time and a place for those type of actions, and it's not on the court in front of hundreds of people, in front of the entire country on national live television. Because I watched that live. I watched that game live, and without even touching my phone, I scrunched my face up at it because I didn't like it. Bro, listen, I don't care if it's Tom Izzo, John Beeline, John Calipari, Coach K, Vince Lombardi, Bill Belichick, Tom Landry, uh, John Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh, do I need to name every coach in every sport? I don't care who it is. I don't think a coach should be putting his finger in somebody, a kid's face, a, gr- a young man's face. This, this is not a high school kid. This ain't a kid. It's a young man. There should be some respect. It should be. There's no reason for that. I didn't think it was called for. Okay, you chew him out. You point at him, got your finger in his face, got to the huddle. That should have been done right there. The 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 antics. If you want to keep yelling at him, cool. Understand it's a close game. It's a tournament. Y'all don't want to go home. Emotions are high. But as a coach, as a professional coach, that's the as the only one getting paid on the court, you should be able to hold your composure. You should be able to know how to conduct yourself. And your place of business. Because this isn't their place of business. This is your place of business. 
They not getting paid. You are. You're the quote-unquote professional out there. So you get to the huddle, and you're, and you're still spazzing. But, but you're so mad that you lunge at the dude three times. They had to hold you back. That's not a good look. And a lot of people, are, it, it's not about being hard or soft. It's not. It's not about being hard or soft. Now, I don't know what goes on in that locker room. Maybe that's normal for them. But I don't think it should have been done right there on national TV. I don't think it should have been done that way. It looked like he wanted to fight. And y'all talk about respect. Okay, let's say Henry did that to Izzo. Who, who, who's, who was getting assassinated there? Who was getting crucified for that? I'm pretty sure we'd still be talking about that now. And there wouldn't be a lot of positivity. He Henry would be a thug. Henry would be ungrateful. Henry would be on the bench. Once again, Henry would be a thug because you know what they would have really wanted to call him. I'm not going to say it, but y'all know what they really would want to have called him. But Izzo don't get that because Izzo's a coach. And Izzo's, Izzo loved the kids. Izzo, Izzo want to coach the kids. And if you don't coach like that, you don't love the kids. Yeah, okay. There are a lot of ways you can coach a team and coach a player. And all players do not react the same. All players do not, you know, everybody's not reacting like that to that certain uh, uh, style of coaching. All coaches don't do that. Like I said, it's not about the yelling. It's about physically imposing yourself on one of your players and putting your finger in his face like you're his dad and and, and belittling him. Call me soft if you want. Call me soft if you want. Tell me I'm not experienced because I don't I have never played a college sport or I never played high school football or high school basketball. You can tell me that all day long. Eric's position won't change. Eric will still say it was wrong. Because it was. I'm not off in this. Shannon Sharp said it. Candace Parker said it. I'm not off. I'm not losing my mind. I'm not saying that style of coaching needs to go away. But yell at your kids. Cuss at them. I understand that. You get frustrated. But to lunge at somebody like you're about to swing and to point your face, point your finger in their face after you already chewed them off for two minutes, that's uncalled for. That's uncalled for. I didn't like one bit of it. Say what you want. Say what you want. It's about respect. So because Izzo the coach, Henry just got to take that. He got to take that on the chin. He got to take that on the chin. I'm supposed to be okay with that because Izzo the coach. So y'all going to let another grown man point their finger in your face and lunge at you like he wanted to fight? That's okay because he the coach? Yeah, all right. Tuh. Not me? Not me? No. No way. That's that's that that made me really uncomfortable. And then once again, I will I will I will say this until I'm done talking about it. It's not about me being soft or anybody else being soft or hard. It's about the respect and the way he and the way he went about it. It wasn't respectful. It didn't look like coaching. It looked like an angry white man yelling at a black kid. That's what it looked like to me. And once again, if Henry would have did that, he would have been all types of thugs. And, you know, I want to say it so bad, but you already know where I'm taking it. He would have been all types of thugs on ESPN, on Fox Sports. Colin Cohart, all of them would have had a field day if Henry would have acted like that. Whew. But, it's, uh, but I'm off that now. That's it and that's all. Um, I need to cool off. I don't even know what I want to talk about next. Um, what would make me happy? What would make me happy to talk about? 
Son, I don't even know. All right, let's talk about Wilder's stamp with Showtime because I, I did like that. That was that was one of the highlights of this past week. Now, <clears throat> shout out to Deontay Wilder for staying with Showtime, staying loyal to the soil. This is where you became a star. And thank you for bringing the fight, your next fight, back to Showtime for free. That That's big. That That's nice. I appreciate that a lot. I really do. I'm I'm glad you did that, you know. Even with the the 100 mil, now uh, you feel me. So, you know, I'm 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 glad you did that. I really am. I'm glad you did that. I know how the politics are. I know how they go. Now, while they did announce his next fight for May 16, and I'm ready for it. I'm excited. I can't wait. I um I watched the press conference. And, uh, you know, it was interesting. It was. So what we got here is May 18th, not on Showtime, Wilder versus, I mean, not on pay-per-view, excuse me, Wilder versus Brazil. I'm excited. Now, speaking of Showtime and DAZN, DAZN is stripping. DAZN is upping the price from $9.99 a month to $19.99 a month. And for a whole year subscription, it's 99 bucks. Y'all have lost y'all rabbit minds. If you think Eric Lyons is going to pay for that, you've lost your minds. You guys had me at 999. $9.99 was sweet. ESPN Plus is like five bucks a month. The zone. Y'all tripping. Y'all tripping. Now, now I gotta watch the fights like I know how. For the free. You brought it on yourselves. You brought it on yourselves. And speaking of the zone, I'll tell y'all one thing about the zone. Hey, listen to this, people. Don't do business with the zone. I'm sorry. I'm done. I'm done with y'all. I, 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 I've been an advocate for y'all since y'all came on the scene. But y'all did me dirty two times. Two times. I said, I canceled my free trial. Why did they take money out of my account again? Why? No, 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 no. Won't be doing business with you fools anymore. And that's on the set. No, no, no. Won't do that again. I'm getting all topic. But I just had to say that. The zone is a no-go. You know what? While we're on boxing, let's just stay on boxing as whole. We won't get back to Wilder. I'm going to get back to Wilder, but I, I, I got a lot on my mind I've been, as far as boxing goes. Shout out to Errol Spence for doing what Errol Spence was supposed to do. He beat Mikey Garcia for 12 rounds. Beat him. Beat him 12 straight rounds. Outlanded him by over 300 punches. Mikey only landed 74, I believe. I mean, 75, I believe. Uh, uh, Spence was almost to 400 punches. Great fight. Great fight for Spence. Took a took a fight. You know, shout out to Mikey for staying in there, hanging tough. But you have no business up there. Well, to wait. Go back to where you belong. You made your millions. That's your big payday. You don't need to go back there ever again. Now go try to get that fight with Loma because that's your best fight. That should, that'll be your big money fight where you're comfortable. But you do not want to go see that again. No. Um, but shout out to Garcia for taking a fight. And um, shout out to Errol Spence. He took a fight against an opponent a little bit older than him. And he did what he had to do. He handled him. He outboxed him. Outboxed him. And it was just too much power. Looked like Mikey was ready to see God at moments of those fights, but but you know he didn't answer the phone. He screamed God's call. I respect that. 
he wasn't ready to go. But great for him. Now, <laughs> once again with the zone. Listen, man, the zone is the zone is not it, man. <laughs> Oscar De La Hoya. Y'all like how I said that? Oscar De La Hoya. Y'all like that? Oscar De La Hoya. All right, that's enough. Oscar De La Hoya said, uh, let's see. Hold up. Let me let, these tweets. I saw these tweets live. I thought this was pure comedy. I thought this was pure comedy. At Errol Spence Jr. This is on Twitter. Right after the fight. 3.32 a.m. March 17th. Congratulations on your victory. If you want to make real money, let me promote your next fight on At The Zone USA. Errol Spence quoted and said, You don't treat black fighters well, brother. (laughs) Hey, is he lying? Probably not. He's not. He's not lying at all. I respect that. And I'm glad he did it. You know what? Well, ain't no reason to hold the tongue. What, what Oscar going to do? Beat you up? No. Probably not. So shout out to Errol Spence for being real. Bringing it back to Wilder. Shout out to Wilder for being real as well. Uh, sticking to your guns, man. Let's do it. Stick to your guns. Make them make that fight happen for you. Where you want it to be. How you want it to be. Because, you know, I, I, I looked at it the wrong way. I looked at it at face value last time. I don't think I talked about it to you guys, but I saw that they were giving him the $100 million offer for the three-fight deal, including two with AJ. That's that's not, you know, that's not it. I don't think that's it. I don't think that was a good deal at the time I did because I, I just want that fight to happen so bad. But I respect Wilder for sticking it to his guns and getting us the free fight in May. I'm excited to see him back in the ring. Now, hold on. Let me see if I can get the sound, a sound bite. Because Wilder already got this man scared. Wilder already scared this man. I don't even think he want to fight. <laughs> like, I was watching a press conference, fam. Wilder got that man scared already, fam. Like, already. Hold on, here we go. This is doing a face-off. And it should be that way till this day. Till this day. He said, and it should be that way. He said he could hear that man heart beating. Because if somebody tell me they can hear my heart beating, you think I'm going to get in the ring with that? No. Man told me I could, he could hear his heart beating. He don't want to see that. He going to knock that man out. Mm. Tough scene. Tough scene. But um, shout out to Wilder. I'm excited for the fight, of course. And um, who else? What else? Um, oh, God. Let's talk about LeBron. Let, let, let's go ahead and talk about LeBron, man. I, I, I got some things to say. Okay. I don't want to spend too much time on this. But I will spend as much time as need be. Lakers fans, all of you, the majority of you, are ungrateful and do not deserve LeBron James. First of all, I feel bad for LeBron. I'm sad for LeBron because I'm sad that LeBron picked the worst fan base and the worst front office. You fans are so disgusting and ungrateful. You don't deserve the king. You don't. 
You guys missed the playoffs, and y'all talking about Kobe. Y'all talking about, oh, he ruined the Lakers. He shouldn't have came. Blah, blah, blah. Bro, this is, I believe, this is the Lakers' sixth straight year without a playoff appearance. Six straight. So for the past five, LeBron-less, y'all ain't did nothing. Y'all have another uh, a thing. Um, Y'all were in fourth place before LeBron got hurt. LeBron get hurt. All hell breaks loose. Speaking of LeBron's injury, we see a screenshot from his doctor's account. Brian was supposed to be out six months. Brian came back six weeks. So, yo, so y'all team, them bums could have a chance to play in the playoffs. A chance. Brian wasn't 100%. Brian wasn't 100%. Y'all not going to keep blaming this on the West, bro. Bro, Brian's numbers didn't go down. Brian's numbers didn't go down. Is the West competitive? Of course it's competitive. But y'all not going to sit here and act like the East not? Braun was in fourth place. Lakers won fourth place before Braun got hurt. When has Braun ever had an injury like this that has actually sidelined him for a, a long period of time? That's not that's never happened like that before. You know who it has happened to? Kobe Bryant. Because after 2010... The last six years of Kobe's career meant absolutely nothing. And I don't think I saw that much grief for Kobe from the Lakers fans. It's about what have you done for me lately. I don't care about what Kobe did back then if I'm a Lakers fan. Kobe spent the last six years of his career on the sideline with 7-Eleven ice bags on his knees. And y'all talking about LeBron don't care about the team? LeBron not good for the team? LeBron's last game will probably either be in a playoff appearance or a finals appearance. Kobe's last game was a 60-point, 100-shot selection, took 100 shots for 61 points against the Utah Jazz in the regular season. Is this your king? Hell no. So stop disrespecting that man. Stop, Stop questioning that man's character. LeBron don't care about the team. LeBron's a bad leader. LeBron don't care about nothing but himself. LeBron didn't go to LA. Yo, LeBron tried to get these bums to the playoffs as much as he could. Not even at 100%. Y'all talking about LeBron? I guarantee if LeBron's healthy, we're not even talking about this. We're talking about can the Lakers as a 5 or 4 seed go to the finals. That's what we're talking about if LeBron doesn't get hurt. But I'm glad this happened. This is just like I'll take it if I'll take it a step further. I'm glad LeBron this happened for the Lakers organization's sake. Because there are clear changes that need to be made. And it starts with Luke Walton getting out of LA. The gun is too hot for Luke Walton. He went on a mission. The gun got too hot. It's time to send him home. It's time to send Luke home. It is. It's time to send Luke home. Okay. That, that's that's where they need to get started. When Aaron Rodgers went uh, had his injury problems last year, and and the Packers were losing, it showed some things. And you see where Mike McCarthy is gone. Same situation here. It's time for some things to get made. You see, you see the Packers that made a lot of free agent moves. It's time for the Lakers to have a, a Green Bay summer and get that man some help. Because, you know, hey, Ron and Rogers, 
same around the same age, same, you know, minor injuries here and there. Best of all time in their sport, arguably. They get a lot of flack. They they've been to they've been to the, the, the dance. They've been to many dances. But it's never been their fault that they don't win them. It's been their supporting cast and the coaching. That's facts. That's facts. Run the tape. Check the numbers. You can talk about J.R. Smith last year. You could talk about uh Brandon Bosick in the NFC Championship game. You could talk about the, the defense of the Packers never being there. You could talk about LeBron taking a bunch of bumps to the finals in his first time doing the comparisons and the parallels are endless. You see where I'm taking y'all. Respect the king. Put some respect on his name. Y'all know that boy gonna be back next year. Stop playing with him and stop playing with me. Tuh. Um, <clears throat> before I wrap, I, I do want to go back to the Duke game one more time. I do want to say that uh, UCF when they went for that oop. That was that was a knockout blow. That was the knockout blow, and they missed it. Duke ducked and counted them. And it was night-night for UCF. Sad situation. But uh, sad to see Randall Cobb and Clay Matthews leave uh, Green Bay. And it's, and it's crazy because I was so okay with that happening back in December. I tweeted this. I said, if I was in a Green Bay front office, I would have no problem letting go of Cobb and Matthews and our company that tweet with the shrug emotion, emoji. And I truly felt that way. I did until it actually happened. And then I was posting snaps, uh, Clay Sacks on my Instagram story from, from past couple of seasons since 2016 for my snap memories I'm, I'm posting all of my favorite Randall Cobb plays it was sad to see it was sad to see them go it was sad to see Cobb go to Dallas especially with I with their history with Dallas and then Clay going out to Cali man uh, I didn't like it I didn't like it one bit uh I watched the AAF last night Johnny Manziel was back on the field talking his talk walking that walk shout out to Johnny glad he's back in the States playing football uh, in AA, hey man, the AAF is going to be around for a while. A lot of people are like, um, are understanding that, that I like the AFF. I I like it, and it's you know it's a good filler, something to watch until it's really time for the NFL to be back. And um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I really did. I enjoyed the game last night. Um, I think I touched bases on everything. I think that's it for us. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, continue to follow the Twitter page at Electrified Pod. Uh, continue to follow the Instagram. I'm, I, I promise I will be back on YouTube soon. I want I want the YouTube content to be as good as possible. And I and until I'm in a position to give you that, I'm not giving it to you. So just be patient. But until then, continue to listen. Let's get these listens up. Get these plays up. Continue to retweet and like the drops. Let me know and let me know when you listen, man. Post that screenshot. Tag me in the screenshot. I like the support. I like to know that people are listening, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. So uh, continue to listen. Continue to support. I love all the support. I'll be back right here again. Hmm. I'm trying to think because I, I I would like to line these. Uh, let me hold on. Let me look. Let me look at the. 
the March Madness schedule. Because I want I want to line this show up with the March Madness schedule. Because I don't want to, you know, not be able to talk about that because I'm set to go on Friday. Um, let's see, let's see. This is schedule. Okay. All right, bet. All the games on Thursday and Friday. So I'll I'll be back Saturday. Saturday at 12, I'm back. How about that? Yeah, that's fair. Saturday at 12, I'm back. Live. I'm not live, excuse me. Saturday at 12, I'm back. 12 p.m. available on all platforms, of course, all audio platforms. So until then, thank you for listening. And I'm Eric Alliance, and you have just been electrified.